Welcome, welcome, welcome to First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle and from all walks of life. Today is Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. Um, a lot of stuff happened, a lot of interesting things going on. Trying to keep this one out of the re- politics because it's now surpassed politics. But, you know, every day I'm, I'm not shocked but there's just yet another thing that hits the wall or the news that's totally, you, you just sit there and wonder why is this happening and how is this allowed? For the longest time, decades, people have mentioned certain things they've seen, whether it's been, you know, not uh, things not trusting the government, basically. And then remember, the government's not bad. It's just people that are in it that are the corrupt ones. And uh, here on this broadcast, we're pro-government. We're pro-honest, reliable, integrity-type government. We don't support corruption. Uh, What I've noticed in my short 50-something years on this earth is that the way the government operates or the way the corrupt operate within the government is they're always quick to cast a shadow on anybody that's calling them out for corruption or questioning their motives or questioning their policies or procedures. And it seems to be the trend amongst these corrupt individuals within the government. Remember, not all are bad in these agencies. I've never said they are, although I'm sure my words will get twisted. I know a lot of good people at these agencies and, uh, I know that the corruption stems from the top and as well as others they put in within the ranks to ensure that uh, whistleblowers are squashed. But anyway, it is just totally mind-boggling to see the level at which each day we're finding out all kinds of, of illegal actions, whether it's the mass surveillance of Americans' communications, which we know is happening every single day. It's totally illegal violates the Fourth Amendment, and yet it happens. And one of the ways the government agencies have figured out that plausible deniability and that they're not directly involved is they're paying contractors who they ask to do this for them. And those contractors have backdoor access into NSA um, and other type agencies. In fact, uh, a lot of the people are probably sheep-dipped Uh, that claim to be out of these government agencies, but yet are getting two checks, one from the new company they started to do the dirty work and the other one from the old company they supposedly left uh, to double double dip. And one of the biggest things that we're seeing is the fact that there is seems to be no ground, no low ground that they won't attempt to to, uh, um, touch. And what do I mean by that? But what I mean by that is, is that all of this data surveillance and snooping is illegal. And one of the ways they get by this is uh, claiming it's for national security. That's, folks, by far, that's the biggest uh, uh, abuse of people's rights is through the national security designation. And all of the actions that are taken during that... during the use or claiming the use of national security. And that's how they cloak a lot of stuff. And I'm just calling out stuff that's that's known at this point. I'm not some savant. I'm not some disciple. I'm just calling out stuff that everybody knows, but yet people aren't talking about. And I was sitting there thinking last night, 
in my sleep about why is it that they have the whistleblower acts, but whenever a whistleblower comes out, they're either investigated by the IRS or uh, claims they have top secret documents illegally at home. And yet Hillary Clinton did all of that and nothing happened to her the same way they're suppressing the Hunter Biden child porn and selling the, and Biden's corruption with uh, foreign, uh, foreign actors. And we sit there and we look at this and we go, my God, has this, this where this nation has succumbed with seeing all of this outright corruption being put in front of our face. But the latest thing that is really not intriguing, it's despicable, is the fact now with these uh, informational boards, disinformation boards that, that Obama put in place and Biden's fulfilling. I, I, let me digress here for a second. So over the weekend, I watched a, happened to stumble upon a documentary called Einsatzgruppen, which is the uh, the, the, uh, the secret killers or something like that from the German Reich, World War II. And these were the ones that were in charge of exterminating Jews and other uh, undesirables. And if you haven't watched that movie, you need to check it out. It's on Netflix. You may think you know all of this about World War II, but you haven't been told the full story. In fact, one of the things that has not been told in class and things like that is is basically the acts that led up to the slaughter are probably the most important for us alive today and to pass on to our future to understand the first rule of genocide is by anybody is they need a victim. And so what it appears, and from my studies on this, is the Germans needed a victim. They needed somebody to, to use to distract and the whole effort with the Jews, and then it included other ethnic groups, Romanians, gypsies, mentally retarded or, or uh, handicapped, and other useless eaters. And note that today the same topic occurs, but at higher levels now. Now it's globally broadcast as Yuval Harari, the gay Israeli, uh, whose wars against God has decided and called so many people. He's, he's the weft prophet. He calls them useless eaters, people who have outgrown their uh, usefulness. And his pronouncements are exactly like a Goebbels or a Himmler in which he's creating and feeding the efforts to divide and destroy. And what do I mean by divide and destroy? Well, just... Let's go back to the Jews and the Nazis. They had to create and vilify certain groups of people and build a consensus and blame things on these people, whether it was a downturn of the economy, whether it was crime, whether it was spying or treason. They had to come up with all kinds of crimes to vilify. And this wasn't an overnight thing. Okay. These were the people that they, these were political dissidents and opponents as well from the Nazis. And yet, over the, over the past couple of weeks or years, we've noticed the trend to call anybody that's a political dissident or, or opponent suddenly is a terrorist, is a, is a domestic terrorist. And this attempt to cloak everybody under the same acronyms, under the same descriptions, is how they use the divide and conquer strategy. 
They have to create a victim. They have to, just as Linsky's rule for radicals, they have to insult it, ridicule it, and build a consensus amongst the people that, yeah, this is the real enemy. We'd be doing great without these people, but these people keep screwing us over, and this is why we'll never advance. And that was taken from the Nazis, did that as well. They did that repeatedly to blame the uh, country's problems and reasons they weren't moving forward onto a group of people as if they held the keys to the kingdom and they didn't. And so part of this effort is that after they created the enemy, they then decided to take things from them, whether it was their livelihood, whether it was their uh, uh, all kinds of things from them, whether it was their homes, their property. Just remember the, the Nazi yellow stars they made people wear. And that was legal for anybody to push a Jew in the street that was walking on a sidewalk. Apparently the Jews were supposed to only walk in the street. And all of this stuff occurred under most people at the time. This, they weren't totally in a war at this point. Think about that. And I'm back. Sorry, I took a short break. You probably didn't notice it, but... Uh, Anyway, so the, the, if you watch the four-part series, I think it is, on the Einsatz group, and you, you really learn a whole lot that they're not teaching you in, uh, in history class. There's a reason, in my opinion. I have a, my, uh, for, I've formed an opinion on why uh, public education is the lowest common denominator. It's not just the slow students. It's that... We're not getting a complete and full perspective of history. We're getting slanted views curated by people who don't want the truth. Kind of like when they talk about slavery, they think they always portray it's only blacks. They don't talk about the Middle East involvement in slavery, that it still goes on to this day. They don't talk about the black um, um, nations of Africa that sold slaves and captured other tribes and sold them as slaves. I mean, they're always lacking in certain things, but I, I'm not going to pick on that point in this, in this podcast. But I wanted to point out that part of what was, and I had researched this before because, it, you know, during the COVID, we all had plenty of time on our hands. And how many useful idiots came out of the woodwork in COVID? Where I'm at near Raleigh, North Carolina, there's tons of them all down there. Useful idiots, useful liberal idiots that have claim compassion and empathy, but yet would be quick to pull the trigger and wipe someone out that shared opposing viewpoints. Very irrational type people. And I don't want to pick on all of them, but the majority, I would say, are, are like that. Very emotional, um, lacking reasoning, easily duped uh, into accepting things that that traditionally the left didn't accept. Like there was, you know, free speech. They were used to be big time supporters of that. In COVID, they couldn't get rid of free, free speech as, as fast as they wanted. Um, the other part of that too, which is building upon the points I'm bringing up here in this, is that all those useful idiots, I used to wonder, how did they get all these Jews onto the rail cars? Wouldn't these people have panicked knowing they were going to their death? And keep that in mind while I'm talking here. Because I know if you or I were probably getting on a, being told we're getting on a rail car and headed toward a camp to die, we would have panicked and ran. And they knew that too. Part of what I do on the, as a labor of love, it's definitely not a, a way to make any money. 
is I'm a small time farmer that raised, you know, hogs and cattle and would take some to uh, be processed for food. And every time when I would load the animals for slaughter, I was always calm. I'd never yell at them. I, tr I always treated my animals with dignity and respect. And if I saw the livestock places ever abusing my animals, I'd have raised holy hell. And uh, luckily, a lot of the good places we went to did not do that. But part of the deal why I bring that up is that humans through time have always done genocides and, and kill them all type stuff. Uh, Old Testament Bible, Bible, you know, God would tell certain people, wipe them out. They would tell the Israelites, wipe these people out on uh, various tribes, right? You know, not that I'm saying that that's what happens, but we've had these type issues occurring for millennia. And where I'm going with this is back to the Nazis and now to present day is the fact that there is no shortage of useful idiots at any time. And one of the things that we continue to see is the effort by many to get involved and fall for ploys and plots and, and all kinds of things and then promote it. They promote it. They'll chase you. Remember being chased down for not wearing a mask, being chased down for uh, all kinds of things. Remember all the plastic uh, uh, dividers and everything like that that happened during COVID. What a fucking joke that was. And it still continues in some locales to this day. Um, I think the biggest part that really struck me about the documentary Einsatz Group and was the fact that we weren't really told in history books, or maybe I didn't pay attention, but the Nazis, yes, they did organize the killing of the Jews. I thought their hand was greater in the actual extermination. Get to this point in one second, taking a commercial. And so back to the part of the useful idiots, um, you always had people that wanted to promote and... Uh, promote the effort, saw that so many times throughout uh, North Carolina and other locations and uh, people chasing each other down and harassing everybody and, and asking shot records and all that shit. People picked that those requirements or what the government was asking. They picked it up with a fervor that was very unsettling to see them get behind these, these normal people or not normal, but you thought they were normal, but the fervor at which they embraced this stuff was just absolutely ludicrous and unsettling on so many levels. They became the Stasi. They became the Nazis. They became the ones that would chase somebody down and harass them about a mask. These little fake, fake ass face coverings, they weren't even a mask. These face coverings and other things like that were, uh, were not even capable of filtering viruses. They weren't capable of actually uh, stopping a virus, which is a very small micron level, uh, 0.002, I think. You know, don't quote me on that. I'm in my car, not near my lap, my computer. And wouldn't filter a damn thing, but yet the cry came on to um, promote it, provoke it, and keep it going. And uh, they, they willingly carried the water on so many levels. Um, to do so. It was absolutely unnerving uh, just across the board. 
and it continued. Now, in in the uh, throughout the time with the Jews, same deal. What the people didn't realize, and why I brought that up about the livestock slaughter, when the Jews were loaded on the rail cars, remember what we you probably were taught that they were told they were getting a shower and some meals, and that's how they kept the people from actually spooking, because people that know they're facing an inevitable death would rather raise hell and fight back or run and at least die on your feet than on your back on your stomach and that's how the nazis killed or or the nazis ordered these groups to kill them they would layer them they dealt with the problems when they were killing the jews and i uh, one of the things was that the normal psyche of a human could not face could not face the fact that they were just openly mass exterminating people and the people that were humane couldn't understand and and suppressed the screams that the panic because when the nazis were figuring this out they went through numerous tests of how to kill people on a massive scale and it was machine guns and bombs and then they ended up with the gas well they actually had these vehicles called gas wagons and it looked like a trades van and they were actually advertised as a trades van but the Nazi SS and uh, Einsatzgruppen would come in and they would uh, pull into a town center and they would go right after the ones that they wanted. But you wouldn't know it because you'd think it was a, a construction van. And that's what were called the gas wagons. And the worst part with those is that people, sometimes if they were overloaded, they didn't kill so quickly. And the screams and the clawing inside the gas wagon uh, during the deaths were traumatic for the people. Hence, the Nazis continued ways to kill on a mass scale without having to rely on people to do the work. I look at this today as being the the so-called vaccines that were given for COVID, which are killing people every fucking day, killing their fucking hearts, causing high rates of cancer. And the fact that nobody's looked into this and nobody, no agencies will, is very disturbing on so many levels that the trust factor, the consent factor that many Americans have in their government has been seriously eroded and continues to this day. And back to the the, the point on this, what had happened with the killing of the Jews and the other undesirables? Well, out of sight, out of mind. Yes, there were death camps in Germany, but they mostly took these people outside of their local areas and took them to other countries like Ukraine and Latvia and all kinds of other places where the killing occurred. And what they would do is march these people in, make them undress, I guess because the clothes wouldn't allow the bodies to uh, uh, fall apart as quickly or decompose. All right, where were we? Back to the part. So the challenge of the Nazis was to kill enough Jews at one time. And their challenge was the fact that the human psyche psychology, whatever the hell you want to call it, couldn't maintain. In fact, it was reported in the documentary that a number of the individuals of the Nazis who were responsible in Einsatz group and for setting policy on who to kill, how to kill, and how to do it, where to take them, actually went a little bit mentally, became mentally, well, they were already mentally disturbed, but had problems with depression and all kinds of things. And I hope they were fucking haunted by what they've done. And may, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're probably in hell. So, but the challenge, and to this day, 
the whole genetics movement, eugenics, was also occurring at that time. The United States has always been big in that. And many other countries as well adopted the, the, the actual studies by the United States. And it, it's always interesting to see. I want you to look that up. Look up eugenics in the United States. Look at eugenics in the Nazis. It has not stopped, people. Even though the U.S., Virginia, North Carolina, a few years back, also had to pay people because of the people they forced sterilized and conducted experiments on have been suffering, and they were still made recent payments because of it. Eugenics continues to this day. Think about that. Barbaric-ass genetics stuff. Eugenics, I mean. So where are we at in the present day with this? In my opinion, and based upon the pronouncements by the global elite, or I don't want to even call them elite, Yuval Harari, fucking Charles Schwab, Knob, Klaus Schwab, Soros, Gates, all of that ilk are focused on depopulation efforts. And they outright publicly say it. And these liberal fucking idiots are out there promoting it, promoting their own death. Saying things like the humans are a cancer upon this earth. They've been duped. Just like all these idiots that believe oil is a fossil fuel. It's not a fucking fossil fuel. Idiot. Sorry, I'm ranting now. But it was a very disturbing documentary, but you can see its ties to today. Remember what they say. Those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. And we're seeing it repeated. We're seeing open calls publicly and study groups and, and this forced reset that they're forcing upon everybody right now. They're shutting off industry. They're shutting, trying to shut off food. Bill Gates is out there saying farmers need to stop growing food. I think farmers and people, ordinary people, need to stop supporting these companies that are using their money against them. They need to do more economic boycotts, more Bud Light boycotts, Target. Uh, anything these, uh, any ESG BlackRock stuff too. BlackRock is pushing this stuff left and right, and it ends in a failed state, an economy, and genocide with the way they're calling and calling for calling, and then forcing this green initiative, which is going to lead to mass starvation and civil uprising of people. And it's right there in front of our faces. And the same agencies that supposedly hire the best and brightest have turned a, an eye away from it. And suddenly this isn't news, but they're concentrating on lower level individual thugs rather than these mass murderers that are plotting the demise of the United States. I mean, it's not, a, it's not fucking conspiracy theory anymore, people. It's out in the fucking open. And it's disgusting to see those agencies we pay tax dollars for are not being championed to go after it. In fact, they're often seen as in support of it. Riddle me that one, please. Tell me I'm wrong. Hit me up at news at firstteamamerica.com.org and tell me, tell me I'm fucking wrong on that. Because I don't believe I am. 
And many others have said this before I've even said it. People have predicted this stuff and it's continuing to go. It's just a continual forward momentum on this. And so anyway, back to where I was going with this, the current effort amongst the political parties is to demonize both parties. It's to demonize those with it, but it's really just one party, okay? I'm going to say that. There's one party, and it's the deep state. It's the uniparty. Notice how Kevin McCarthy, Mr. Deep State himself, voted in alignment with Biden to, to continue the spending, to continue everything that we've seen, which isn't good for this country, and yet it continues. Who does McCarthy work for? Obviously himself. And he was portrayed as some... Some conservative, he was put in that place to tie things up so nothing would improve. And people are so red-blue team-oriented, it's absolutely disgusting to see that. Where they've lost touch with reality and get behind teams and people that have no fucking care for them in the fucking world. And they're up there like it's the Buffalo Bills and Dallas Cowboys playing. My team won. So today, they continue to decide to cite the um, funnel bottleneck and use AI algorithms to suppress those that the system deems as being opposition, dissidents, and they will classify all as troublemakers regardless, regardless of whether you're an actual threat. The fine threat these days, it's somebody that thinks differently than than the ESG and green bullshit. It's somebody that thinks differently that it's wrong, that it's that it's okay to, for trans to dress up in lingerie and read to kids. Those are your dissidents, the ones that disagree with that, those that fight it, those that speak out. So understand, during the Nazis' efforts to vilify and create enemies amongst their own population with, with boogeymen, uh, the Jews, they had to work overtime to try to build the consensus that, that the Jews were a threat. They were the scourge upon the Germany and they needed to die. And they had to keep that message going. Because remember, for this time, most people lived in the same communities as the Jewish. They frequented their stores, their businesses, as well as others. And this whole movement was created to divide and then to destroy and we're seeing that today. We can't fall into the same trap. We've got to think and lift ourselves out of those traps. Be more cognizant to what we're seeing and whether it's been done before in history. And it certainly fucking has. This shit has been played out multiple fucking times and always leads to fucking genocide, civil war. And this effort in the United States to do that seems to continue. This is an unhinged. This is, hey, I'm looking at history and here's where these dots are lining up. This is the path that we seem to be on. But let me get to this good part. You've noticed our border is freaking wide open by design. Customs and Border Patrol is fighting a losing battle when they're allowed to fight it. They've more than put in place as as, uh, babysitters. They don't know who is coming across the border because they're destroying their ID and making fake shit up. There's no way for them to physically know everybody's intent that is coming into this country. The cartels are getting paid to bring them here. There's a whole money-making effort. Hotels are canceling uh, contracts with civilians. 
and getting paid by the government to bring these people in and, and charge three times the normal rate to house these migrants. I've heard firsthand stories when I was in Italy. Same thing there. Mob was working overtime, getting paid. And the softening up approach continues. It's a psychological operation when you realize that the whole effort of any business or any agency is always a psychological effort to get people to buy the line, to swallow the hook. Yeah, we need to increase funding because there's so many domestic terrorists out there. And this continues. But what I'm, what I'm predicting is it's going to take less and less to be called a domestic terrorist. And it's going to take less and less for them to unilaterally deny people's rights by claiming people are an absolute terrorist and a threat. Which they'll have no proof. It'll be like January 6th that you'll be left to sit in a jail while people you know, forget about you or whatever happens. Your due process rights will be denied. And so I say this as a wake-up today. Pay attention, people. History, we are on a direct course of repeating history of the worst ways. We've got unhinged goons running these agencies, getting behind this, utilizing AI algorithms. Now, it's so easy to filter, to castigate, to separate. It's easy at this point where they don't have to do all the laborious work. They can just Google who bought ammo, who bought guns, uh, who's a Trump supporter, and then narrow it down to however they want. Divide, separate that data. And they're already building those lists. I had a little joke going on with the fellas over the weekend. They said, oh, careful, you're going to be on the list. And I said, you know what, I'm already on the list, and I don't give a fuck. Because... And this was what I was thinking last night in bed as I sat there and I thought, well, why do they why do they care that people are speaking out? And it all goes back to spooking the animals before slaughter. If you spook cattle before slaughter as they're in the chute, those fuckers can jump. Cattle can jump higher than you would think. Not nearly as high as a horse, but I'll tell you what, they can jump. And they can cause panic and stampedes. People get hurt. And so one of the reasons why they're taking this, here's the end state, why they're clamping down on anybody that sees it differently. Anybody that says, well, I don't think that's right. I think that's totally illegal. And this is corrupt because now you're promoting a genocidal system that seems to repeat the Nazis. Suddenly you're a threat. Why are you a threat? Because you're speaking out. You're pointing out holes in their argument that they have no truth to support. And truth will always defeat a lie, which is why people die. Right. All these cover ups, somebody who's going to speak the truth, whether it's a risk or or getting rid of loose ends, as they say in the movies, people die so that they can't bring out the truth. And the truth can be held upright and it can be spoken and people have a conviction when they speak the truth. When you have a lie, people's animations and emotions are different. And they found this out through all of the lie detector tests, which aren't that accurate, but people have a different way that they handle trying to promote a lie than if it's the actual utter truth. And so the whole effort with this creation and promotion of domestic terrorism, terrorists, is now only centered around the idea of if you disagree with illegal immigrants poured across the border and coming in your communities, which are probably gang members and cartel members, you're a terrorist. If you disagree with, with uh, uh, killing babies born and unborn, you're a terrorist. 
If you go to church, you're a terrorist. If you vote conservative and love the flag and, and love good government but hate corrupt government, you're a fucking terrorist. And if you don't wear your mask, you're a disobedient and you're definitely a terrorist. You know, these whole, and, and if you don't support the LGBTQXYZ bullshit, you're a terrorist. You see where this goes, people. You see where this goes. And so it continues. This will continue. Mark my words. That's the only way they have to do this. And the soft kill efforts have grown exponentially. The soft kill effort is already underway. They're already got the vax in the global population. I don't know how many billion, but we are watching people die. And the fact that people like myself who didn't get vac vaccinated and never will, I don't trust any of that bullshit at this time, are still living. Remember, we were we were the ones that would drop them like flies. Well, we're still fucking here. We're taking great care of ourselves. We're using natural immunity, which you denied was an actual F, uh, uh, capable of. And we're not getting boosters left and fucking right. And they can't stand that. Now they're trying to devise ways to put it into food so everybody will have to have it. People buy local. Eat organic. I have friends that joke about the organic stuff, but yet didn't get vaxxed, but yet joke about organic stuff. But it's true. If you buy them from farmers, all that processed shit. Now that what they're doing, which we're finding out, is putting the MRA in the livestock. And in speaking with a, a, a veterinarian many years ago in a radio show program, there's no way to, uh, when an animal has uh, been given um, antibacterial uh, shots and, and uh, substances, that there's no way to get that out of the animal once it's been processed. I asked the veterinarian on the radio show, I said, well, how do you get rid of it? She goes, you'd have to burn it, and then you wouldn't want to eat it. So that stuff stays in the, in the animal after its death. It doesn't just disappear. And so that shit gets in your system, and you are getting your mRNA stuff. People, The people you're dealing with that are, that are promoting this depopulation effort, this great reset, they do not care about you. They talk about how you shouldn't own property, but they own fucking nations. How you shouldn't have a vehicle, but they own fleets of fucking jets and buses and security details. When you understand the hypocrisy of it all, then you realize how much we've been played. And the worst part is all of these liberal idiots got behind it and continue to promote this bullshit day one. They're going to be the first ones to go. And they're, they're the ones clapping as they walk off the cliff. What the hell do plan it? You understand what they're trying to do, and people are like myself are trying to wake you up and get you to think and get you to realize where they want to go with this, but you're like, you're stuck in your ways. You don't want to get out of your, your daily habits. You don't want to acknowledge the truth because you don't know what to do, and that's okay. I don't know what to do either. I know to remain peaceful and nonviolent as much as possible until they bring the war to your front door, but... At this point, you still have a voice. And so the biggest part I want to leave you with, and I've got to cut this thing, is speak up, speak out now while you still can. Don't go silently into the night. Don't think there'll be a better time to speak up. That time is now when the window is rapidly closing. You have to speak up peacefully, but loudly. You have to speak out. You can't be afraid of what they'll do to you at some point in day because... 
it's better to die on your feet than on your knees or on your belly. Which, by the way, is how they ended up figuring out that the best way that they could make best use of these holes and ponds they fucking dug for humans to die in was for people to lay on their stomachs as they walked behind and shot them like sheep. And they'd kill the parents before they killed the young children. And guess what, people? The Nazis co-opted other nations' police forces and military to do such. And I'm not saying police forces are bad. I'm not saying the military's bad. But bad when, when good guys follow unlawful, illegal, immoral orders, bad shit fucking happens, people. So your time to speak up and speak out is now. Your time to get involved and speak up loudly with passion and purpose is now. It's not going to be in three or four fucking months. I don't know when the time is, but I know that the time to speak up is now. Find your fucking voice and speak up. Man up, put on the big kid pants, and get out there and defend your future posterity from having to do the business that you were too fucking cowardly to speak out on. Speak up, speak out, get loud, be peaceful, nonviolent, but speak out. Demand accountability. They're going to come at you from all different angles. They're going to threaten you with audits and shots and taking your property and sequestering you in 15-minute cities. And people, you got one life to live. Make it worth it. Again, not promoting anything violent, anything offensive. I'm just saying you have a right to defend your families and your communities and yourself. All right? But I'm not promoting any any type of violence, and I will not be quoted as promoting that. Keep your hands to yourself. That's the best law that we can live by right now. And so you got to speak up. you got to speak out. History is repeating. And ultimately, they will castigate and decide who's a terrorist according to their eyes, and you will be rounded up and put in the camps. One of the things that I saw immediately after the 2020 election, where they stole the election, and they still refuse to deal with the the data integrity or in, integrity that was that was missing from the chain of custody process of the votes, and not being able to show that it was not a hijacked election. I recall in LinkedIn, the DIA employees and other FEMA and other type fucking trolls that are the corruption within these agencies, rooting and laughing about how it was going to be time to retrain Trump supporters. People, these people have already planned it. They've already talked about how they want to retrain you. It's putting you face down in a fucking hole and shooting in the head. That's their retraining. There's no hope of them retraining you. They don't even plan for that. Remember the useless eaters. It's all out there, people. This isn't crazy talk. I say this as a sane, rational person who's looking at the things on the, looking at the handwriting on the wall. That's from the Bible, actually, that, that particular slogan, looking at the writing on the wall of what they want to do. They'll tell you it's something different and they won't want to alarm the cattle as they're getting them ready to go down the culling chute. But you are in the chute, people. C-H-U-T-E. Shoot. Not shoot, S-H-O-O-T, but C-H-U-T. You're in the corral. You're getting loaded into the cars. And you have to wake up. And you have to realize that the enemy of, of you is not somebody with a different skin color as they're trying to do. 
It's not somebody that does immoral stuff in their home. Okay? When I say the enemy, they've distracted us enough to know that they can divide us by all these things happening rather than us being effective as one unit and voting people out of office and demanding that uh, hearings be taking place. In fact, the GOP is, is expert at doing nothing when they have a majority, and that's the way they intend to do it. One side gets everything they want. The other side gets power and claims they're going to do all the stuff, and yet they do nothing. The Grahams, the McConnells, the McCarthys, the Paul Ryans, the Boehners, uh, the Trey Gowdies, the Ted Cruz's, the Rand Paul's, Ron Paul's. They didn't do shit. They didn't get anything done. And truth is always going to be the lowest, the loneliest voice. But we've got to work as one unit to to counter this. So anyway, I've got to let go. I'm going to let you let you guys go. Thanks for listening to First Team America. Shout out to all of our global audience. You've got this fight in your country as well, fighting for liberty and freedom and peace. Pray for your nations. Pray for your country. Pray for your families, your friends, your friends' families. Pray that God's will be done and that God keep safe harbor over you and your loved ones. This is First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots. Signing off, wishing you peace and prosperity. Peace out, everybody.